Hey everybody, I'm Tim. And I'm Dean. And we're the hosts of Talking Back. We're a retro-based podcast covering movies, comics, video games, and more. Check us out every Monday where we hit the rewind button and dig into some of our favorite content from the past. We like to keep things fun, lighthearted, and informative. Do you feel like you need more nostalgia in your life? Then check out Talking Back. We're available everywhere podcasts are found. The Blast from Our Past Network. And welcome back to the Action Action Podcast. Podcast that watches all the action movies. We put them on our list. Uh, it's getting pretty long. And uh, hey, you know what? We're also a part of the BFOP network. Uh, I recommend you check out those shows uh, like Talking Back, Podcasting After Dark, uh, Blast From Our Past, uh, so on and so forth. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Dustin. Hello. And we have a special guest, John. Special guest. What up, what up? <laughs> he's alive. He's alive. He's, he's not, back. He's not dead. For uh, a special Patreon pick episode. This is Wes's pick. We're doing Kill Bill Volume 2. Yeah, i got to finish what we started. But before we get to that, I, I just want to know, John, where the fuck you been? <laughs> uh, not here. Uh... I mean, technically, well, in the sort, same building as you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah no, I heard just, your I heard your footsteps upstairs. Yeah, every week, Dustin and I break into your basement <laughs> to record this podcast secretly. You have the code. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, your kids just open the door. Your kids do open the door. Yeah, they're like, "Who are you? Come on in." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've just been uh, doing nothing, enjoying life, free from uh, the. The shackle, the, the yeah, shackles. I feel like the, the shackles of the action action podcast. I it's been in, it's been uh, it's been kind of nice not to have to watch movies for like what felt like homework a little bit <laughs> right. at times. Right. So now you've been enjoying movies uh, no, on I, your <laughs> own, the ones you want to watch. So what have you been watching, John? Okay, did you get a new way of talking since? <laughs> yes, I, I did. I'm yeah, excited. It's a, whole, it's a whole new show. Since I'm excited. You've been gone. <laughs> okay, the, the, I'm excited. You're back. There's definitely a huge vibe shift since. <laughs> yeah, you got to tone it down for me. Last I came, um, yeah. No, I. What have I, what, is, what was? The, did you ask a question in that yeah. weird talk? The yeah. weird talk like this. You said, now that you have all this yeah, you know what you're talking like. What am I talking like, John? <laughs> Friend of the show, Aaron Levy. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. What have you been up to? Uh, pretty much just watching the TV and hanging out. Watched a movie or two. Watched a little air. Play Nintendo. Play Nintendo. A little air. Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't watched it. This is this is uh, going in line with what was the other? This is in that new like that 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 stream of films that seems to be coming out like the um, the Tetris film and Blackberry. Oh yeah, right. Uh, right. Just just like the. What are they called? Like biopics, but like not real. I don't know. They're just yeah. movies. They're brother-in-law movies. Another podcast I listen to calls them. They're movies that you could watch with your brother-in-law and be like, "Yeah, that was good. That was a fun movie." Right. Yeah, you've been bonding with uh, our sister's boyfriend over these movies. Yeah, yeah. I've been talking to him about it, and you know, we agree they're both good movies, and then we moved on. <laughs> but I liked Air. I don't know. You guys haven't seen it. I, I haven't watched Air now. Uh, yeah, it's kind of that throwback film, like that '90s. I don't. I, I think of the '90s when I think of these movies. Uh, movies that are just like, yeah, that's a good movie that I just watched. I could you put it on a Sunday, a Sunday afternoon movie, kind of. Yeah. Where it's just like. That's great. I enjoyed my time. Didn't really learn anything. We <laughs> all had fun. Probably not going to think about it in five years' time. But 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 if it's on TV, yeah, I'll I'll check it out. Um, I yeah, I really enjoyed it. Air, look at the, look into that. Uh, I've been watching a lot of like TV. What since we last spoke, Barry's wrapped up. Yeah, yeah. So HBO Corner, Barry wrapped up. Dustin, you finished it? I did. Yeah. Um, my personal opinion. Fucking amazing final season. 
I had I had mixed feelings about final season, but it, I thought it ended very brilliantly, especially like the last scene of the show. Yep. Um, but I don't want to go too into that because I know James is still working. No, yeah, so I'm wondering. halfway through the third season. Okay. Oh wow, you're really motoring. Yeah. Well, so like four seasons altogether. Yeah, they're not that long. Episodes. I really enjoyed Barry and I finished Succession and Chef's Kiss. Mm. Amazing, one of just the most amazing pieces of like art put together for television i would say now that it's done might finally have to (laughs) i actually think after our conversations that we've had john you and i about um how much uh better you enjoy watching a show week to week instead of binging it yeah this is something that we've talked about i know dustin like james and i've been talking about how uh much we've been enjoying like actually like watching TV episodically instead yeah, of binging sure. it, right? And, uh, and yeah, I I just think you get so much more out of it. You get to like you get think to about, ruminate on it. Yeah. Think about the episode. Talk to other people that are watching it, and yeah, it's just more memorable, more enjoyable. Yeah, I find that I actually remember the show more. Yeah, like I actually have like more. Yeah, I just remember it better. Um, and yeah, I think that makes sense, right? Because if you if you were sitting there and you watch them all in a row. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm having a great time watching all these. But then, like, it all just mashes together. And you watched it in a very short period of time. And like you guys are saying, you didn't have really have conversations about it. Or maybe you talked about it afterwards or whatever. Yeah, and that's not to say that I, I mean, I love binging the shows that we could. I mean, it also was special when we started binging TV. Like, yeah, in the early 2000s. Because <laughs> it was, like, yeah. new. Like, oh, I can get all the DVDs. Mm-hmm. Right? And I can just, like, blast through this fucker in, like, a weekend. Like, that's amazing. Um but yeah, I, I've enjoyed watching the the shows like as they've been coming out. Uh, I did binge like a documentary little series called Shiny Happy People about these psycho Christians. <laughs> um, yeah, check that out if you want to. What was that on? It's on Amazon. Okay. It's about the, you know, the Duggar family. Oh, yeah. From when we were yeah. like from the early. Yeah. Like 19 Kids and Counting. It goes right. into that and it goes into like their uh, like the church that like provides all their um, their stuff from their homeschooling. That's a huge part of it. How they're creating this fucking army called like Gabriel soldiers or G- I don't fucking Jesus. know. These people are, <laughs> these people are Sounds lunatics. Cool. <laughs> these people covered up the sexual assault of their own daughters to protect their television show. Well, mm. I mean, underage, get that yeah. money. So, you know, America fucking. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. I've met a lot of people. I think around these parts, who would do the same thing. Well, that's true. Uh, so yeah, that's, I don't know what else has been going on. A lot of just that kind of stuff. I started playing Twilight Princess, but my switch is kind of fucked up right now. So I haven't really gotten very far in it. Twilight Princess. Oh, you mean not uh, Twilight Princess. Sorry. Tears of tears of the kingdom. Right. Tears of the kingdom. I haven't started that. I haven't, I don't have it yet. Uh, I'm so pissed off about that game. It's just <laughs> you. But the problem is that you didn't lead up to playing a game like this. No, you I just know. jumped yeah, in you're, after you're you kind of dove yeah. into the deep and now end I'm like, like I'm that. like, I don't know. I don't know if I can continue because you don't really play video games much at all. No, I don't play any video games. Yeah, I think it'll really. help once I start playing again and we can talk about it. Yeah, I'm like lost in a fucking like sandstorm. You know, you do just fucking wandering (laughs) around. Just go on YouTube and be like, how do I get out of this? I I have gone on YouTube (laughs) and watch videos, but it's just like there's so much shit to know. Yeah, yeah, it's true that. But I don't don't I think a lot of it you don't have to do. Right. Um, The other thing is, is that I used to feel like I had to like play a game on like hard or at least on like the, you know, the. Le- medium the, the or medium whatever. or whatever. Yeah. Now I'm like, I don't give a shit. I just want to play this fucking game. Just like I'll put it on if I if I'm not enjoying myself, put it on a lower difficulty level. Sure, I've done. Look that. things up. Just have fun with it because if it's just like this arduous task, for sure. Like I'm not I'm not here to fucking prove anything to anybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing by myself. Uh, yeah. Nobody knows what what I'm doing here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't give a shit. Like just have if if you're not having a good time, just do whatever to make it fun so like look mm-hmm. up solutions to puzzles and because there's not it's not fun if you're oh, no, sitting yeah and i i just played breath of the wild actually not that long ago because i hadn't gotten around to it and i really enjoyed it but yeah there were parts where i was like well fuck i don't know what i'm supposed to do so I just watch a youtube video i don't give a fuck like i'm not gonna sit here for two hours trying to figure out the fucking thing yeah and then be like i don't want to play this anymore i'm just yeah. gonna watch a video and be like okay moving on i mean like, it's weird because like i don't 
play any games. So it's kind of weird to just be able to wander anywhere. Yeah, right. And do totally whatever the fuck it. I want. Yeah, and so. that is kind that that can kind of fuck you up if you're not used to that. You know, because well, you're just like used to being like, oh, I'm just gonna follow the path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now I got so many side quests and shit. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's overwhelming. <laughs> it's overwhelming. I'll get back into it eventually, but. I think yeah. If you're playing it, John, then I'll probably be yeah. more. Into but yeah, other than or I'll just come watch you play. <laughs> yeah, I, I get some ideas. So there have yeah. been games that I've been interested in playing, and I have just watched somebody else play them. Right. Because I'm like, I could spend hours and hours doing it, mm-hmm. or it's like, it's like a quick game. Uh, I can't remember one off the top of my head, but I'm like, I'm just gonna watch this guy play it. Yeah, and I was like, okay, that's really cool. I kind of got to experience it a little bit. I got to see what happens in it. Fine, it was like a movie. Yeah, <laughs> great. Just watch Donkey's videos. <laughs> well, those, yeah, <laughs> on those each game. And then yeah, I read a couple books. That's the only other thing I read. Uh, what's that? Stephen oh, King? sorry, I gotta stop you. We don't t- we don't discuss literature. Books. <laughs> oh, we, we books. Yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say the only book Nerd. I wanted to say I read was, um, God damn it. The Mercedes Killer book. Oh yeah, Mr. Mercedes. Mr. Mercedes. Yeah, I read the first. I got the first one of the. Read the first one of those. How was that? I haven't, uh, I haven't read that one. It was okay. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, uh, I started watching the show years ago when it came out, right. and I never finished it. And then I would. I actually owned the second book. Um, I I bought it just like in a group of books, and never. So I finally got around to reading it, and I yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a bit chill compared to some of the other stuff I've tried to read <laughs> from him. Like I've never been able to get through like it. Right. It's just too, oh, it's too much. <laughs> and I can't read pet cemetery. Yeah. I've that got, one's, uh, I mean, that one's not that long, but it's, it's pretty, no, g- give me Salem's lot. You yeah. know, that's my wheelhouse, <laughs> but, uh, Mr. Mercedes was, it was good. It was fun. Also his introduction to a character that appears in the TV show, the outsider. Um, yeah. Holly, which was, uh, Gibney or whatever. Yeah. Very different characters. In the book and in the, in the show. But oh, okay. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Anyway, that's enough. That's that's enough. one of his most divisive uh, characters. That Holly Gibney. People. Oh, really? Why? People either love lover or hate her. I don't know because I haven't read those. Like I haven't read those Mr. Mercedes books and then The Outsider, and now she's got a he's got a new book coming out called Holly. That's like just about her. Uh, divisive, eh? Hmm. You say divisive. Mm-hmm. I think I say divisive. Divisive. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't even use that word. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dustin, what have you been watching? Uh, a couple TV shows. I watched the new season of I Think You Should Leave, which we were just talking about off air. Uh, man, yeah. I, this, this this fucking thing makes me laugh it's like nothing so else. It's so funny. I've only watched days. three episodes, but um, the Doggy Door. Yeah. The Doggy Door <laughs> that one. That thing is real. Yeah. It lives in the world with us. <laughs> Oh man, that that one, and then the uh, paying it forward. Oh yeah, fifty five cheeseburgers, fifty five some shakes, fifty five nuggets for the. <laughs> oh man, uh, so good. <laughs> and the guy comes and knocks on his window, and he's just like, "Move up, what's going on?" <laughs> I just I it, he's so hilarious because he's he's so like goofy looking, but so he like looking guy. he like plays everything. To the extreme, too, right? <laughs> yeah. He can play nor- like a normal office dude, but then he like can go to the extreme, which... I just... The humor is so bizarre, like, and it's, you know, the sketch starts somewhere and then it goes to another weird place after that. Yeah. Uh, uh, I will say, I've brought it up on the show before. Have you watched Detroiters? No. You need to watch Detroiters. Okay. It's his show with Sam Richardson. Okay. Uh, uh, that's a show I meant to watch so long ago, and I still haven't watched it. I've watched it multiple times. And Sam Richardson is on, not, shows up on this yeah. show as well, and he's well. He's I great. guess they're like old writing partners or something. Like they've they came up together, but it like it, how long ago was Detroiters? Five years, six years ago. Oh, okay. Because yeah. he was on SNL for a while. Yeah, he was. Also this was on after SNL. SNL. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's got one of the uh, the best SNL sketches, which is the. The song he sings for like Monday Night Football or oh, but it was basketball. It's like for like. Oh, I don't know if I've seen that. Oh yeah, he does a sketch with uh, uh, with Jason Sudeikis. Okay, have to, we're gonna have to YouTube it after or something. Yeah. Uh, other than that, let's see. I watched. I started the new season of Dark Side of the Ring, the Vice show on uh, 
Oh yeah, true wrestling stories. Uh, Rest oh. in peace, the Iron Sheik. Yes, that's true. R.I.P. Sheiky baby. Uh, he just passed away yesterday. Uh, no rest in peace to Pat Robertson. Fuck you, you old cocksucker. Yeah, burn in hell, you fucking bitch. <laughs> Suck cocks in hell. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, new season of Dark Side of the Ring. Pretty good so far. Pretty interesting. I always enjoy those. Uh, a couple movies. I watched a documentary called Back Issues, the Hustler magazine story. <laughs> okay. Uh, Some porn Pornhub? Uh, no, red <laughs> no, too. Well, I mean, maybe it's on there. Uh, yeah, this is all right. This is a, it's directed by the by a guy whose dad was the art director for the magazine for a period of time. Mm. Uh, so he's got interviews with all the people that worked for the magazine, photographers, mm. models, uh, you know, whatever, editorial, all that shit. Flint himself and stuff before he passed away. Uh, it's interesting just in that Larry Flint is an interesting figure to me. Like, he was fucking insane, but also kind of brilliant in a way. Um, and I just got to respect anyone that fucked with Jerry Falwell so much <laughs> in life. He's just, he had a lot of balls. Like, he, there's that period of time where he had some, somebody had given him the tape of the government trying to set up the guy that, the, the guy that started DeLorean, like made DeLorean cars. Oh, yeah. And he had this tape of something about the government, how they were trying to set him up to fall for something like this. I don't know why they would want to, but, um, and he wouldn't reveal his source, so who gave him the tape. And so he was held in contempt every day that he wouldn't reveal the source and find $10,000. And he would have the people at the magazine, he was just sitting in jail and he would phone him up and he would have the people at the magazine bring bring down the ten thousand dollars in pennies with a bunch of <laughs> with a bunch of prostitutes like bring them have them carry sacks of pennies to the courthouse to pay the fine and stuff like this and uh he would just like cuss out the supreme court like judges and tell them they're a bunch of fucking knobs and all this stuff anyway he's a crazy person and like weird life but um interesting for sure documentaries are kind of Eh, you know, it's one of those talking head type things. People sitting around talking about shit. But right, uh, I watched the Adventures of Ford Fairlane because we talked about it last week when we did Nemesis yep. with uh, Corey and Zach. They were bringing that movie up. The Andrew Dice Clay <laughs> uh, noir, neo noir. He's a detective, a rock and roll detective. Uh, <laughs> so was it good? <laughs> it's fun, but it's like it's very of its time. Uh, Nineteen ninety. So it's like kind of the cusp of like the end of hair metal and all that stuff so he's investigating the the murder of some rock star and uh, i don't know a bunch of weird crazy shit in it it's got um wayne newton is the villain um ed o'neill is this cop who he's actually pretty funny where he was like he was a disco singer at one point and he keeps trying to sing this song that he uh booty man booty man <laughs> song that he wrote he's like the prick cop that's at, at odds with andrew dice clan i think stuff. you've sold yeah this is, sounds, sounds great <laughs> it's kind of like if um shane black it, i don't know like it's it's going for that shane black feel but it doesn't you know it doesn't reach those heights in, in terms of the script mm. but it was still amusing uh last one i'll mention is i watched this movie called one-armed executioner this is a filipino action movie with a Fantastic poster. It's where a nice. slot machine. <laughs> yeah, it a, a sentient <laughs> slot a machine. Pinball table. Uh, this guy, he works for Interpol, and then um, these gangsters who he's been after, they they go to his house, they murder his wife in front of him, they chop off his arm to teach him a lesson. Just right. one, and then just one, and then he's uh, he goes and he trains in the jungle and learns how to fight with only one arm and then he, of course he goes on his uh his revenge <laughs> it was fun it's it's pretty cheap obviously uh shot in manila kind of thing but it's a fun piece of trash it is on tubi for people who might want to check that one out nice james what you got uh well i've been watching lots of berries so yeah like halfway through the third season quite enjoying that like the show is really funny. Um, it's really funny, and but I am getting the like it's just all blending together because I'm watching oh, it. Oh yeah, you're watching hey, too much. It, it's hey, too much. Is the the car chases in the third season? I think so. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I haven't got to the, the motorcycle. Car chases. The motorcycle is cool, man. <laughs> so that's something that's interesting in the third Wait, season, especially. Has he already had the fight with the the karate? Uh, that's season two, isn't it? Yeah, the karate kid or whatever. Oh, oh the kid. Yeah. 
Yeah, that I think that's the end of season two. Yeah. yeah. Yes, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. That was like, is this like the X Men or some shit like <laughs> kind of thing? Uh, that was good. That was hilarious. I think that once he, Bill Haters takes over and starts directing everything, you start really seeing like more of the auteurness of the way he, oh yeah, makes things and mm-hmm. how he really feels more like a film director. Yeah, I just feel like in watching this whole show, like, man, is he talented. Like, yeah. he's a funny, f- funny guy. <laughs> like, hilarious. We were just watching a skit of from SNL of him. Him uh, doing a Pacino. Pacino, yeah. And, like, he's just so funny. And even all the Documentary Now stuff that he does. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. like, he's just hilarious. And But he can he can act dramatically too and like and above all even on top of that like i just read a tweets from a guy who worked on set and he's like he's truly is the greatest guy like he really runs an amazing like set yeah that's no there's no asshole like it's like a no asshole rule like he's amazing um henry winkler brings in bunt cake (laughs) <laughs> nice and it's just like a, he's just like a bright star like it's in funny on a show where everyone is a fucking asshole <laughs> yeah yeah exactly uh so i've been really enjoying that um and i actually listened to he was on um conan's podcast so okay. i was listening to that too and and like i love conan's podcast it's fantastic so i recommend people listen to that what I watched with the kids this week, I watched uh, Zathura, A Space Adventure. I remember this. Yeah. I never so saw it. From 2005, uh, John Favreau yeah. directed. And uh, it's Jumanji. It's like same Jumanji right. style theme, right? They play a game, but it's in space this yeah. time, right? And uh, the kids enjoyed it. I mean, they have these uh, creatures. I forget what they're called, but... They have these creatures that uh, come into the house and it's like uh, Jim Henson style creatures. So, oh, okay. oh, cool. So I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, it's not great, but it's it's entertaining for like a family movie. Yeah. So I definitely recommend that. But that's about it. I haven't really watched much uh, other than that. So I guess cool. we'll get to our movie let's do it this week so this is uh patreon pick this is wes's pick he uh he picked kill bill volume one so of course he has to follow it up with kill bill volume two i mean he would have been irresponsible not to (laughs) yes so uh let's listen to trailer killed a hell of a lot of people to get to this point. I went on what the movie advertisements refer to as a roaring rampage of revenge. I roared, and I rampaged, and I got bloody satisfaction. You've got to start becoming afraid of her, because she is coming. And when I arrive at my destination, I am gonna kill Bill. All right, Kill Bill Volume 2, 2004, West Pick. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) We're talking about this movie. (laughs) You guys haven't lost today. We definitely haven't lost. You guys still have it. (laughs) I'm glad. Oh, man. It's like riding a bike with you two. Absolutely. All right. So the bride continues her quest of vengeance against her former boss and lover, Bill. The reclusive bouncer, Bud, and the treacherous one-eyed L. L. What's your history with this film? Oh, boy. Yeah. uh, Well, I saw in the theater when it came out, of course, uh, after having loved the first half. Did you walk out of it like John did? You walked out of this. I walk out of this one. <laughs> the first one you did. Did I? Oh yeah, I think you told a story about yeah. that. Yeah, the friends you were with. No, that was American Psycho. Oh, oh that was American Psycho. Right. right. That was American Psycho. They didn't like it when that uh, they threw that chainsaw at that girl. 
Right. <laughs> I don't think they got. You dropped it down I, the staircase. I don't think they got the subtext. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I remember people saying that they didn't like the Kill Bills. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely some people. I mean, for example, I remember going to the first one with my old man. <laughs> well, okay. not, his, not his cup of tea. <laughs> okay, first of all, what is his cup of tea? You know. Bone uh, tomahawk? Yeah. No, no, no. There's, that's too too graphic, too oh, gory. <laughs> what movie? I, saw, I ran into you guys going to see the movies the other day. Oh, yeah, we were going to see Guardians 3 at the time. That's right. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, it was great. Sm- bunch, of, bunch of space bullshit. <laughs> yeah, he fell asleep immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I actually ran into him at McDonald's the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. Did I said, uh, yeah, I talked to him and he was going to tell uh, his brother Bob that he saw me and <laughs> oh right I, we're gonna Jimbo. do we're gonna do dinner soon said yeah get your son uh, to put together a dinner so we can get together <laughs> he's like okay I'll do that <laughs> he was going to the uh, the drag oh, race yeah, show always, yeah he's always going to the drags yeah, yeah. drag show Vision. yeah yep. good yeah. times anyways um, anyway yeah so I saw this when it came out and yeah, I remember I remember liking it. This we'll get into it. This is one I I just I don't have the same love for it as the first half. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I still think it's it's a great movie. I just I like it. It just doesn't compare to the first half for me. I like it. Um, it's just uh, so I was talking to somebody actually today about about this movie and how. I don't know. He was saying that the studio wouldn't let him make one movie. He had to put it into two movies because it would yeah. have been too long. Those fucking wines. Even though fucking nowadays you can have like a six hour movie. Oh, man. As long as it's Avatar. Movies are too fucking long. Yeah. Hey, I've. Well, John Wick was how long? Yeah, that was like th- almost three hours. Yeah. yeah. And how long is the new Mission Impossible? I don't know. I haven't Fuck. heard on that. I haven't even looked. It is long. I'll look that up while I we're talking. Oppenheimer is going to be a tight 80. Oh, man. <laughs> Fuck. I wish. Oscillating between black and white and color. I'm going to go see Barbie. Oh, yeah. I mean, I want to see both, but okay, Barbie but is definitely the one that I'm more interested in. If you could go to, if you're only going to go to one movie that weekend, are you going to Oppenheimer or Barbie? No, yeah, definitely Barbie. I'm going to Barbie. <laughs> James? Um, I don't know. I don't go to the movies. Of uh, VeggieTales? <laughs> Films. Is there a new Veggie Tales? Out? Is there a new I, James? I don't think they've put one out since 2004, John. <laughs> it's a test. You failed. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely failed. Uh, I didn't see this in the theaters. No, no. I don't even know when. It must have been like way after that I watched this, because you know this is what year was this? 2004. 2004. So. Yeah, I was I was like movies. Eh. Pass me the football. Yeah, pass <laughs> me the football. <laughs> oh, Mission Impossible seven. Yeah, two hours and forty three minutes. Ooh. Now pass me the rock. <laughs> uh, John, what about you? I saw in the theater. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't a fucking loser. I wasn't. <laughs> I was okay, in my. I'm I was a in my loser. I was in my film bag though. This this is back. This is back. But cinema was cinema, right? Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. this is uh, this was there was this was still when they were making like actually more. I'm, I'm not saying this is an independent film by any way, but they were putting more movies like this out in the theaters, and I was still going to see them. I, mean, I was still right. going to see Wes Anderson it's, movies in the theaters. It doesn't, it doesn't seem like that long ago, but the the cinematic landscape was very different than, yeah, than what we see now. Nineteen yeah. years ago, this came out. Jesus Christ! I mean, it's crazy. Two thousand four. I was just a hang around, you know, with you guys. And yeah, I wasn't, you know, in the gang yet. Yeah, we were like 17. <laughs> you had to prove yourself. Yeah, I was 17. We had to get, you had to be beat in. I mean, yeah. no, I was 19. James got jumped in. Jumped in. He ended up beating all of us up. Yeah. He is much, yes. he is much stronger than everybody. And that's how we knew he had to be in the gang. Yeah. In <laughs> okay, retro- you're cool. You're yeah, in the gang. In retrospect, cool, cool. it, was a, it was a really bad idea to, to think that we could jump anyone in. Uh, yeah, we didn't really think that through. But. No. We shouldn't have made, James was our first and last jump in. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it, I, I saw it in the theater. Um, I don't really recall... I, I recall liking it, but I don't recall anything yeah. really about it other than that. I mean, it's never Kill Bills have never been my favorite Tarantino films. Um, just ones I really enjoyed. 
Yeah. It was nice to like get to see it again because I don't think I've watched it probably like 15 years. Yeah. And even like I hadn't seen this half in quite a while because what always happens is I'll I'll be like, oh, I got it. It's time to watch Kill Bill again. And I'll watch the first one and be like, oh, it's fucking so good. And then I won't get around to the second one. Right. So it's been quite a while too since I saw this second half. So yeah. it was nice to, to go through it again. It was nice to watch this and then have a little bit of perspective of watching like the older kung fu movies and then watching this and appreciating a little bit more. I agree, totally yeah. agree. Having watched all the films that we've watched for the podcast, I definitely appreciate the film more and see way more of the influence. Oh yeah. I mean like the whole, um, cruel tutelage of Pai Mei, that, that whole sequence is so seventies Shaw brothers. Oh yeah, totally loved it. Um, and Gordon Liu is playing Pai Mei. He was in the first half. He played the leader of the crazy 88. Okay. In this one, he's the old guy. Um, that stuff. That stuff is some of the funnest parts of this movie to me. That training stuff. Well, the funnest parts of the, this movie, I thought, were the training and then the, the very small action sequences. Yeah, definitely. This one's not nearly as action heavy feeling as the first half. Like you get the you get the really cool fight with her and L driver in the in the what do you call it manufactured home or whatever. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, of course, there's the little sequence with her and Bill at the end. Uh, and the stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's just little snippets like her going to confront uh, Michael Madsen's character, Bud. And then, you know, as soon as she opens the door, he blasts her with a shotgun. Yeah, I, that's that's all my favorite stuff. So, I mean, the Michael Madsen stuff was great. Yeah, he's, um, he's always so he's good. he's just so he's so him. I absolutely believe him as this character. Oh, like, for sure. He's fantastic. That whole scene is great with uh, with him going to the bar to his mm-hmm. job. His boss giving him shit. Yeah. Yeah. I loved all of that. And then, yeah, the shotgun and then burying alive. Yeah. I mean, man, that has got to be one of the most terrifying things I can think of to be confined in a space like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's I always, not really like the vibe. He's not going really for a super horror vibe in this, but that stuff kind of thing scares the shit out of me. This episode of Beavis and Butthead I always think about where they get, oh, right. they get stuck in a up. fucking <laughs> tube and it scares the shit out of me. Uh, I hate it so much. Back on the fucking tube again. Huh? Oh my God. <laughs> hollow cil- cylinders are not... <laughs> Uh, I did think the her opening the door and then getting shot right away was kind of like, I don't know, like going off of the first one, mm-hmm. super badass, like kills all these people. And then it's just like so easily she gets shot and then put in a coffin. Well, he is one of the he was one of the members of the what, I understand. What was, their, what was their the deadly vipers assassination squad? I liked I have, I have the opposite. I liked it. Um, and I, I also. I totally forgot what happens in the fight with L. Is it L? Yeah. I forgot what happens in the fight, and I was like, oh, it would be really funny if they're about to like fight and like stand off, and if the snake just bites her in the ankle. <laughs> I'm like, that would have been really funny. That was pretty fucked up, though. He opens that case of money because he's selling L. Uh, her, you know, he's selling the the bride's Hattori Hanzo sword that she got in the first half to her, and then the, the little snake jumps out and fucking oh the bites of mamba, and his face like the way it fucking swells yeah. up, and it's so gross. Yeah, <laughs> she's like sitting there reading him the facts about the snake. You're gonna want to listen to this part because it concerns you. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like I really noticed the Tarantino writing. Oh, definitely, like so much in this one. But I I really like that. I like that scene. I thought. It was really funny, and it was a good fight. I do like that fight with Elle where it, it's like... She keeps trying to pull the sword and it's yeah, like, like space. It, <laughs> it's awesome because they're going through the walls. I mean, the walls are like paper, but mm-hmm. like they're, you know, it's a uh, trailer, modular home, a modular yeah. home. Um, but then, yeah, it's like, okay, now it's like really going to go down with, with the sword fight. And then it just like ends it, and then L like... Freaking out in the washroom. <laughs> that I'm was fucking kill you, you bitch. <laughs> that was a lot to watch. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, she's got the eye patch because already we see the flashback where Pai Mei had ripped out her other eye a long time ago. Yeah, uh, and then now she, the bride, just like snatches her other eye out. <laughs> like, can you imagine? Like, no, Ugh. <laughs> no, I fucking can't. Also, like, like the. Th- 
thing that I always think about when it comes to like eyes is that if your eye ever gets like popped out and it's like your automatic instinct is, is to, to grab brush. it and pull it. Oh, well, it's, just, it's to like brush, brush it away because you think something's on your face. Yeah. <laughs> so like you, if your eye pops, it gets hit and you, it pops out somehow. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will pull their eye out. Oof. And it just, it's, I don't know. It, <laughs> then she uh, steps on it and it squishes, it squishes between, between, her between your toes. That's awesome. <laughs> this, the, the feet. The feet, a lot in of this feet, a lot so of feet, and not even presented like you know, you know. Obviously, Tarantino has his foot fetish thing. Usually, though, he presents the feet in like sort of what he might consider a sexy light. And this one, I don't know that he's really doing that. Like we've got feet walking back and forth in a bathroom. We yeah. got we got feet squishing eyeballs. You know, got, like yeah. stuff like that. Like it doesn't. He doesn't. It's like he's like, oh, I better stop glamorizing the feet. Still, there's like 800 shots of feet in this fucking movie. <laughs> Even boots, like we got, yeah, you know, uh, feet approaching each other. Like the, that whole black and white sequence at the beginning when we see the actual wedding rehearsal where the massacre happened, and there Bill shows up and she, you know, she's out on the little front porch thing with him, and then they walk together, and he's of course he's shooting her feet in the sandals and his in the yeah. cowboy boots and stuff. This movie does feel a lot talkier. It's much talkier than the first. Like I, yeah. from what I remember, yeah. The, there's so much dialogue in this. Um, hot take: David Carradine sucks. Oh yeah, you think so? I don't enjoy him. Really? I I actually just I just don't like him. I can't say I've ever been like a fan of his exactly. I didn't. I just think, I don't think I had a feeling about him one way or the other. Like he's in a ton of stuff, TV shows and movies over the years. But I like him as Bill in this. No, I, there's something about him I just don't like. Yeah. Like he just grosses me out or something. Like he just gives me the icks. <laughs> and I You're just, just judging him because of how he died. Yeah. <laughs> no, how he went in like a fucking superhero. <laughs> um no, I just don't I, I just, doing what he loves. I, yeah. <laughs> masturbating with a masturbating belt in neck. an Asian hotel room with a belt around his neck. Um <laughs> You can look those videos. The, the pictures are online, by the way. God. And James showed me. Um, <laughs> Fuck. James has them saved. I got him saved. Phone. Yeah. I uh, I just I just don't. And he takes me out of the entire thing. Really? Yeah. Think. Like his like especially when he has like long patches of dialogue. I'm just I'm like this. How is he him? <laughs> how is he him? Like the, like how did he get this opportunity? Not for this movie, but in life. Like hmm. like. He must have had so much confidence that other people like were like, I'm just not gonna I guess I'm not gonna get this part and just like left and well, they came and, out and, and were like a part of a family of like brothers that were all actors. I, there you I, go. I think. Nepotism. <laughs> Keith Carradine, David Carradine. Um yeah, maybe. Um uh, you know, obviously he's in this movie because of having been on like Kung Fu, the Kung Fu yeah. show and all that kind oh, of I stuff. I get why he's right. in this. I just w- wonder he's how like, he ever. For his I don't care for his whole thing. Right. Yeah, I mean, I I don't care either way. Like if he wasn't in it, I, I'd be like, okay. Well, originally apparently it was uh, Warren Beatty was up to fucking play Bill. I can, but I I think I can see that because everybody else in this movie I find mag like. Like amazing, yeah. They're they're great. What's and usually his, even you know in a Tarantino, even the little small parts like Larry Bishop playing Bud's boss, like his scene is great, where he's giving him the oh, shit. And it's he's like, so good. Are you working? Are you working tomorrow? Yes. Yeah. No, you're not. No, you don't even not. know. Your, you don't even know what fucking day you're working. Yeah, like, all that's great. Like Michael Madsen is like doing Michael Madsen shit. Um, the guy who buries. Uh, Oh, that digs the, the bride hole? who digs the hole. Yeah, creep, yeah, creepy like, guy. Creepy guy. But he does so much with the little bit he has, yeah, just like drinking sure. that beer and like saying, "I've seen better." Like everybody's yeah. great. So I just giving us a silent treatment, and they think we hate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it just feels to me like everybody is knows what movie they're in, and then David Carradine is just like not great. I like his like Superman I, monologue and all I, that stuff. The, the words are good. <laughs> I, I I know maybe I'm coming across as like a curmudgeon about him, and maybe he it's perfect. Like this is exactly what th- they want to get across. I I think I just realized watching this like oh yeah I just guess I've never really have liked him. <laughs> yeah, well I mean it's not like a th- he's not like an actor where. I mean I've seen him in in a bunch of things, but he's not like one of those actors where it's like oh yeah, David Carradine. 
fuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm not like, okay, now I need to watch everything he's in. Like, right. I don't give a shit. Yeah, sorry to <laughs> sidetrack it. No, I mean, it wouldn't be a John episode if we didn't go down a tangent. I did love the uh, the last little fight, though, they have. Yeah, it's in, really cool. That, the way that it's shot uh, when they're in the chairs mm-hmm. is fucking masterful. It is. Uh, so like, I'm watching this, and, and, and you're... The, the the Tarantino dialogue is very Tarantino. You know, it's it's tar- Tarantinoing, mm-hmm. and it, it he in, to the point where it almost like takes you out of it. But then you're like, I know what I'm in for. Like I'm going with it. Um, but then you're like, he that scene happens in the way it's shot. You're like, oh fuck, he I forgot. He's a really good filmmaker. Yeah, and I mean, he actually is really good. It's you know, his movies aren't really action movies, no. but he's really good at fucking shooting action. Like and yeah. we, and going back to the fight between L uh, and the bride like that stuff is actually really well fucking staged you know they're getting tossed crushing chairs and all this shit you know drop kicking each other and yeah. all this stuff and all of the best lessons from Asian cinema yes. where it is no you don't get hit the wall you go through you the, go wall. Through the right, wall and then when it, you come back you're like clawing through and like pieces are breaking off because it, that's what I'm here for. And and people are getting fucked up, too, right? Well, like, like, he's got the fanciness of some of the wire work stuff. Even that stuff in the chairs, like, it almost feels like wire work the way really they does. do Even though they're just sitting, pretty much. Um, but then but then he has, like, the impact of, like, you know, a much more violent uh, American take on something. Well, and I think, like, going through the wall and then clawing your way, like, out of the wall, it just feels real uh it feels like there's actually damage being done not just to the wall but like to the person like there's real impacts well the camera the camera isn't moving it's not 50 shots yeah it's not like super cut to all these different angles of the punch landing Mm -hmm. it's more steady camera let's see the action the whole scene yeah let's let it let's unfold let it unfold right? yeah and then you and when you're seeing like him get bit and like you're seeing it and it's not just like cut 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 it's just getting closer and more gross so he he's it's and that's all the asian stuff that's it, like really coming through 100 you know fast and the furious isn't letting things <laughs> ruminate no you know no and that was that's so great about that asian cinema like where you have like these huge set pieces and you see everything yeah you, you see, understand what is happening yeah you understand and you understand the scope of like yeah he's fighting like you know somebody's fighting this person right now but you see all these other people that are coming yeah, yeah. like that that you kind of style yeah. you have, you have a scope. full picture of it uh i think he does throw in a few fancy camera tricks here it's just that he does it in a way where it doesn't distract from the fight like so yeah uh l and beatrix kick each other at the exact same time and then he goes quickly to a split screen of them both like hitting hitting the ground on their backs or whatever yeah. stuff like that where it's like uh it's tasteful it adds style to the movie it, you know it it he does some overhead shots too in that fight, but like nothing that detracts from like what you're saying. You're seeing the fight, you're seeing the hits, you're not seeing mm-hmm. like, okay, let's get really fucking, you know, fancy and edgy with this. And I don't know. Yeah. At no point am I thinking, oh, okay, this is a camera angle. So it looks like the person's getting hit. Like, right. At no point am I thinking that. Yeah. Where you can watch like, a superhero movie and you can be like oh okay well they're shooting it in a way that it looks close yeah. but it's not there's no real impact well they're no. cutting before like they're cutting to a close-up of the fist yeah right instead of allowing the fist to land yeah whereas this is like no we're just gonna let these two women kick the fucking christ out of each other <laughs> I, I was hoping you were gonna say it that way <laughs> yeah and it's true though that, and, and that's what makes it so good like and it makes you want to say like yeah it's not just like oh that you know those two really mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah no it's a fucking full-on brutal fight like they're going for it uh, apparently they didn't like each other in real life either so maybe that oh, helped even better to the good <laughs> to the fight if that's scene. not if, if that's fake i hope they just put that out there <laughs> it's kayfabe <laughs> <laughs> tarantino movies known for kayfabe <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, apparently, like, for after parties and stuff that they had, they would, like, 
create a separation so that they weren't in the same area of the party at the same time oh, or something like okay. that. All right. So I guess they really didn't care for one another. Can but. you imagine both hating somebody that much and having enough power and influence that you somebody creates a barrier for you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. We're going to need a. I've been at so many house parties where I've hated people <laughs> and people just encouraged me well, to look, talk to there them. There could have been a barrier. They yeah, should have been talk to that guy. There have been times where there should have been a barrier. Um, yeah, I think I think, I think Daryl Hannah is fucking awesome in this. Yeah. And she's another person where it's like not a person I've followed her career very much. I've, you know, I've seen things here and there. Ten? Splash, obviously. Ten is Bo Derek. Oh, sorry. Uh so I've only seen a couple random things, but I think she's really great here. I love the way that she's smoking her cigarette on the phone when when Bud calls her to tell her about the situation. Just like I don't know, it's I liked it. I love the 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 way she just reads the notes that she wrote. Yeah, is great. Like, and that that's the Tarantino shit that I love. There's just a lot of talking, even yeah. though I loved it. Yes, no, it's true. I feel the same way. Like. It, it it the it's paced very differently than the first half, yeah. uh, and it and like you're saying, like each of those dialogue scenes in and of themselves, I enjoy them all. Yeah. Uh, but when you have a whole bunch of those scenes, like it does feel like this one is just a bit slower, right, than than the first movie. It's also paced the opposite of what we're used to, where we're used to amping up, amping up to <laughs> yeah. the crazy eighty eight getting right slaughtered. Right, right. He's like, already done that. Though. Yeah, that's that is your ending point of the film. Mm-hmm. In, normal, another, in, in another, another movie, movie for sure. Yeah. Um, so it, I get why they would split the film up into two. He kind of like subverts a little expectation, even though even in the end of this movie, though, because they talk about how they're gonna have go have this sword fight on the mm-hmm. beach, and right. so you're waiting for that. And yeah. then it's like, no, we quickly do the fight now before, you know, before we can even get to that. And then, of course, she does her five finger exploding heart <laughs> technique, which is just classic yeah. 70s kung fu shit. <laughs> like, just ridiculous. Yeah, but, and, and, but that's what I love about it. That, that idea of, like, I don't have to understand how these vehicles are pulling a gigantic safe through the streets of Brazil. I'm allowed to just be like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm allowed to just be like, yeah. In they, she knows how to pull an eye out, and yeah. she knows how to hit a guy five times, and then they die. They die. I'm like, <laughs> good. I'm here for it. Well, but- and you even get it at the beginning of the movie where you know it's going to come back into mm. play later, right? Because Bill mentions it yeah. that you know he wasn't taught that, yeah. so you know that it's going to come back. Um, but it's interesting that in the uh, in this movie you get like all the setup and explanation of the first movie. Yeah. Like we it's see, like, we see those wedding scenes at the beginning of this movie, right? Instead of, yeah, it's, it's like the first movie you jump into it halfway through the story. Right. And I mean, that's, that is classic Tarantino, right? Nothing yeah. is chronological. He's jumping all over the place and stuff like that. Um, which I appreciate for sure, but it does loan itself to making this a, the more plot heavy half of the yeah. story. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I love that. I forgot, you know, it's crazy because like we were saying, I haven't seen this half in a while. I forgot about the fact until she got to the house where Bill was, I forgot that the daughter was so going to be I. there. And then I remembered before she came on screen, I was like, oh yeah, her fucking daughter's alive. Right. And then when she sees her, like Uma Thurman kills it in that scene. Oh like, yeah, totally. She's just overwhelmed because she's thinking she lost this baby while she was in their coma. I honestly thought when, when the daughter appears, I'm like, wow, this is fucked up. Like, how is this going to play out now? Yeah. Like, this is totally fucked Changes up. Changes the dynamic yeah. a lot. So you've, she's just come I to can't kill remember, him. You said you've never seen this? I, I've seen it before, you just but... Forgot. I just forgot. I've only seen it once. Yeah. So, yeah. It's uh, I actually really love all of the the stuff, like the dialogue with Bill and the daughter and the game. I'm like, man, <laughs> I, I love this. I want to see this world where he's a good father who loves his daughter and she's happy. And they're we- I mean, like seemingly the girl has been raised normally so far. <laughs> well, I guess that explains it that the group isn't together anymore because they because yes. Bill even says 
you know, like we haven't talked in a while. We haven't seen each other. In yeah. A and Bud time. is just a bouncer at a titty bar as he yeah. puts it. He's not, he's not like an assassin for hire anymore. Right. Oh, like, something about that scene. Vernita Green had a kid and was living. Sorry. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, sorry to interrupt but the, this scene at the, at Michael Bud's house. Is it Bud? Yeah. yeah. Um, the set dressing for the scene is fantastic with like just the like the really cheap porn. Yeah, there's just like the shitty everywhere. porn magazines yeah. everywhere. In the bathroom once yeah. they're fighting in there, there's yeah. like a pile of them in there. Yeah, <laughs> it's all like... over the ground, like the floor in the kitchen. Um, the the way it sets him up when he makes the whatever concoction it's like va- it's supposed to be like a margarita or yeah something. he's making some kind of margarita yeah, and he just throws it all, over the, all over the place like, I, can you imagine how sticky those cupboards are be later but i love how it shows it because he's just bored like he's <laughs> yeah. just like so bored and he didn't sell a sword he didn't he but died. he does have a set of golf clubs yeah <laughs> which means that like he enjoys golfing <laughs> or or he went golfing at some point <laughs> like yeah yeah but i uh, it's just like he's just so bored with his life Mm-hmm, like yeah. he's so bored with his boss and his job. Well, and it's such a different place of, for him too, because he's had been this like elite assassin person in this team, and now he's just this bouncer now guy, he's just and he's nobody. getting just like talked down to by this boss. And I love that scene so. I much. do want to see. Oh, I, I just want to say that scene. He comes in with the cowboy hat on, and like the, his boss is like, "How many times have I told you not to come in here with that shit kicker hat on?" So I guess what happened was. Uh, Michael Madsen showed up on set with that cowboy hat and Tarantino was like, no, fuck, no, they take that off. And he was just like, no, I'm keeping it on. <laughs> and so he rewrote that scene to have that dialogue. I like in. it. That's awesome. <laughs> I like it. It works. <laughs> yeah, totally. I just, I, I wish I could get a, like a, a new movie that had rest in peace, Tom Sizemore and Michael Madsen just running around doing their shit that I believe they would do in another life. It's interesting that you bring up Tom Sizemore because they totally always seemed like brothers to yeah. me, basically. Like, yeah. It's like, like Tom Sizemore just, just couldn't kick it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they just have the same sort of like, I don't know, rough, tough, like grimy sort I, of persona. I believe them. everything Tom Sizemore. For sure. <laughs> like, well, we talk. I, one of our favorite Tom Sizemore moments would be when he leans over yeah, and he, in heat. It's just it, such a small thing, but it's just so convincing. It's also yeah, it's the most believable part of that movie. <laughs> just just mad dogs somebody for a second, like looks at them like, I will fucking kill you. Yeah, like I'm not a tough guy. I don't know how to act tough. He doesn't have to act. Yeah. He just is a tough guy. And Michael Madsen, I'd say, is the same thing. Yeah. My one of my favorite oh, the thing about like Tarantino movies is like even the the small characters are like can be your favorite character. Yeah. And so Bill's father figure, that guy is fucking <laughs> amazing. The thing he was doing with his eyes. Michael Parks playing that role. Yeah. I just found it like. Like, where's Bill? Yeah, this guy is so fucking cool. But I think that's true. You want to see everybody's story. <sighs> yeah, like I want to see this guy. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Yeah, it's what you're saying is true. Because he, he, I'm, I'm sure Tarantino has created in his mind fucking backstories for all these oh, people, yeah. right? But then, how does he get these people to embody them so much? Well, and I guess uh, Ricardo Montalban was supposed to come to play that part and couldn't show up for some reason to read for it and so michael parks who was playing the sheriff in the you know son number one uh he was like oh i'll read it i'll read it and oh really that's the same Same person same actor (laughs) and so he's just like yeah fuck that you nailed it you're in so he just got the part even though he was already playing another role in the movie right and so did gordon Liu play two roles in these two movies so uh but you know they're totally different characters in both cases so it's kind of fun um Man, yeah, Michael Parks just watching his face, like you're saying. Just watching his face. He does this thing where he like he goes to blink, and his his like eyes are looking one direction, but then they're looking <laughs> another dire- direction when he opens them, and yeah. like, yeah. like I don't know. He's just cool as fuck. He's great, and he's like shows her. You know, he calls the girl over to show her like the face with the cut on. He's like, because he's talking about how Bill reacted to what she had done, and he's like. Oh, this is too harsh. I just would have cut you. <laughs> cut yeah, he calls face. that girl over and she's got the split. Yeah, is an example or whatever yeah. to show her. 
Where's Bill? <laughs> He's just so like couldn't give a fuck. Yeah, like relaxed as anything. <laughs> oh man, so good. Yeah, I love it. Um, but yeah, like going back to the end, you know, all the stuff with the daughter is really great. She wants to watch Shogun Assassin with her mom. That's awesome. The movie we still need to definitely do. Yeah. Um, but the chair fighting, like. How does he make it so exciting? <laughs> like, it's so smooth the way that they move. Like, she rotates around in the chair to get close to him and stuff. Looks so cool. I think that he surrounds himself with incredibly talented people. Oh, for sure. Like, he's obviously I mean, any incre- successful filmmaker has to do. Yeah, that, right? and he just has the best people working around him, making everybody look and act the best. But I think he also knows what it is he wants, right? Oh, yeah. I'm not trying to t- take away anything from him as a creator. Like he obviously has it uh, has this entire thing in his head storyboarded done before. Yeah. yeah. I wonder though like it, it does make me think like you know, who who does like the choreography, who does the like cinematography? Does he use the same people? Yeah, uh, he frequently works with the same people, and he had the same editor for a long time. I think then she died uh, of cancer or something like that. Women, Um, but yeah, yeah, he uses Robert Richardson. So like, for a cinematographer, I mean, he did did director of photography for Air. Oh, there you go. I mean, this guy's doing JFK once upon a time in Hollywood. This is all the director of photography. Like he's. I think he's kind of a big deal. <laughs> he's kind of a big deal. He's kind of a big deal. Um, but then again, I also, again, we went, we went to watch this, and, I, and this is something we talked about with Kill Bill Vol- Volume 1. I forget how fucking funny his movies are. They're yeah. so funny. Like, there's just funny shit that, like, with the Pi May character, there's hilarious stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love that character. Yeah. That was, that was like so much fun. Such a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> I own your arm now. Like, he's making her scream. Like, uh, I want this arm to be strong. This is my arm. Like, <laughs> But he's just, I don't know, the way that he plays the character, and he's constantly like running a hand through his beard. and Yeah, whatever. and all the sound effects that go with that, right? It, it definitely gives you that 70s. Oh, definitely. And when they start fighting, because he wants her to to show him what she knows and stuff. Yeah. Even when she gets up after he's hit her, she like, there's like the sh- 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 sounds when she just like whips her ponytail <laughs> around and stuff like that. Uh, and then with the L character, like there's just funny shit. Um, it's just not the same kind of, you know, it's not joke a minute type of stuff or whatever. But he he's able to get that comedy to come out really naturally. I feel like yeah, totally, um, and come across on screen. But yeah, I don't know. What is there? Is there anything we've not talked about about this movie? Like, I feel like there's something we're probably missing. But <laughs> no, I don't think there's anything really. Well, I mean, there's obviously like a million things we could talk about. Yeah, I mean, you could go ah. on. You can go on for three hours, like podcasting after dark does. <laughs> You can. Yeah. And then you've covered all of it. And then you've covered it all. But I don't think I have anything more intelligent to say if I had anything at all. So, yeah, I really enjoyed watching it again, um, especially since I hadn't seen it in so long. That is something that I've also I've started doing, though, is watching movies again from like a long like that I've seen. I've I've put off watch rewatching films for such a long time because I was like, oh, no, I should watch if I have something new. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, no. Fuck it. No, man. It's it's enjoyable yeah, to go back. Read a and book you loved watch again. Movie that you love. Like watch a movie you loved again. Mm. Like it's uh You already know you love it. Like so there's some yeah. there's something really fun and also uh almost like less pressury about just enjoying something you already know. You you know, you you have a comfort from seeing yeah. those moments again and stuff like and that. And it sounds trite to say that you notice new things, but you really do. Oh definitely. Because you're not trying to notice them. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I think that's true for sure. Even fucking Die Hard, which I've seen so many goddamn times, there are still things that I notice and I'm like, oh, didn't really put that together before. So yeah, also you have new context for so like for like jokes and stuff like that too. And yeah. Okay, so let's get to the ratings. Dustin, why don't you go first? Uh, do you want to go run through them all or just our? Reactions. You guys went through all of them now. Sometimes we go through them all now. Yeah, uh, it's up to you. 
Got uh, a lot of dead air to fill without me here. Right? Yeah, that's right. We got to fill some clock. There's no comedy anymore, so it's just it's just straight pan. We just talk about it. Okay, I gave plot an eight. I gave kills. A seven. <laughs> no. Uh, so my reaction was an eight, and my overall score is a seven point six for Kill Bill Volume Two. Definitely lower for me than the first half, but it just doesn't have that kinetic energy that the first movie has. Yeah. Um, so I originally had my reaction at seven, but I actually lowered it to six. Oh, wow. And I see, some things never change. <laughs> That's right. So reaction six, overall 6.4. And it's just because oh my God. I'm probably never going to watch it again. Oh. Wow. I'll definitely be watching it again at some point. I haven't watched it in like since it came out. So <laughs> why would I watch it again? <laughs> like, can't argue with that. I mean, I would watch, I would watch the first one because the first one's amazing. I find it amazing. Oh, well, that's interesting, though. Does rewatchability lower the ranking of a film? Uh, I think it can, yeah. I think it can. Because there can be some movie that is a really amazing on a first watch that you know no, isn't going to be great the next time that's kind of different certain though. reveals and all that stuff that's kind of yeah. different though because now what, I mean, what james is saying is like i'm not going to watch this movie again but but do you have to watch after we i just said how great it is to watch <laughs> movies again do you have i'm never watching i always say love liza again oh yeah no fuck i Why? saw it once yeah. <laughs> i remember enough of the plot to make me not ever want to see it again house of sand and fog yeah I own that fucking movie. It's just such bummers. I'm never watching it again. <laughs> I think I have a movie too on DVD. Yeah. Are you ever gonna put like plot? Hey, honey, it's a rainy day. Let's put in House of Sand do and you wanna, Fog. Do you want to feel like killing yourself? Let's watch this. Mm, so what do we got on the? Oh uh, yeah, a pie. Want to watch <laughs> Requiem, Requiem for, a for a Dream? Jesus. At least that one's stylish, but man, brutal. Yeah, I don't know. For me, the what. Rewatchability is lowers it for me. That's why I lowered it from a seven to six. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, fair is fair. Whatever. I mean, I I think it's rewatchable just to see those character moments and those little scenes of dialogue and stuff. But it yeah, is it isn't one I revisit well, as often. Obviously, I agreed to a certain point. I mean, I feel like you almost need to watch like all that all the seventies like kung fu stuff, and yeah. then it's like you watch yeah. all of that. To then you can actually appreciate this because right. like when I first watched this movie, I didn't appreciate any of that stuff. Right. So hence why. And I mean, and also the spaghetti western aspects. Too, yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. I'm rewatching it for those little piggies. <laughs> yeah, you got to see them toes. Gotta see them toes, baby. <laughs> the pussy wagon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So John, your uh, yours is your reaction was an eight, and your score was an eight. Yeah. So, yeah. Eight. So, overall, 7.3. Here's the thing. Even though we're going, oh, yeah, not nearly as good as first half, still better than most movies that have been made. Yeah, it's hard, though, because it's impossible to do this without comparing things to themselves. Yeah. You know, and, like... I it, wonder what it would have felt like to... I mean, I think it actually would have... It, w- it wouldn't have been great to watch it as one movie unless you were geared up for that. Like, okay, she, now that I've seen it... Uh, at some point, I want to watch it as the one movie yeah. it was meant to be. You want to hear this fucking guy talk about how long it was? Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'd be like four and a half hours, right? Uh, well, apparently, isn't there like a fan cut? Where there is cut a cut, the the whole damn show or the whole bloody affair or something like that that has it together. Right. But Have you watched he... that? Uh, no, I've never actually done it. How long is it, both of them together? I think it would end up to be like four and a half hours or something like that. I don't that. think you should work for that long, let alone watch a fucking movie. <laughs> True. Uh, so overall, 7.3. So we got a major tie. We got uh, at 41, we got Assault on Precinct 13, Predator, Drunken Master 2, Commando, Oof. Lethal Weapon 2, uh, Project A, Last Action Hero, Ong oh, Back, shit. Edge of Tomorrow, and Busting. Wowzer. I know where I go. Oh, give it. I'm putting it ahead of Busting. Yeah, ahead of Busting after Edge of Tomorrow? Edge of Tomorrow. You want to talk about rewatchability? Edge of Tomorrow is, That's true. is um, definitely a Sunday, I mean, those are, Sunday afternoon those movie. Are, they're all they're very different films, but like Edge of Tomorrow, that movie is fucking fun. 
I think I can agree with that placement because, especially because, all of those movies are more actual action movies than this. Yeah. Than this half of this. Yeah, story. much more. And but and those are all strong films. No, they are. Like Assault on Precinct Thirteen wasn't that one of the ones you just said? That's yeah, that was, the, that was the first one. Yeah. Forty-one. But like, okay, but even look at like Last Action Hero. Last Action Hero, Commando, like, Rippers. Un like. Last Action Hero is completely uh, what's the word? Not unsung hero, but yeah, sure. I mean, like, hit, like a, a forgotten, underappreciated, underappreciated. Yeah, it was a fun when we talked about that. Just being like, how the fuck did people think this was bad when that came out? Like, it's so good. <laughs> so I, I can understand why people thought it was bad at the time. Yeah, it, it's just because it was like too close. To the thing it was parodying, uh, yeah, almost. that's a good point. Let's all not forget that the thing, yeah, is critically panned. Yeah, and it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Fucking, it happens. Um, so, where, sorry, what was the new number on that one? Uh, hey, hey, Wes, shout out to you, buddy. <laughs> I came back Wes. for you, Wes. John is here because of you. And if the rest of you would like John to come back, let us know <laughs> on the Instagram. They're like fucking good riddance. It's fine by me. Fucking ghost host, Andy. I ran into him and he's like, oh, where have you been? I'm like, oh, yeah. He's like, do you listen? I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> he goes, um, how are the ratings been since you left? I'm like, I don't. <laughs> the same? <laughs> yeah. These guys suck. I'm like, first of all, I don't. No, I'll tell you right now, John. They took a fucking dip. <laughs> no, one, no one opened up their fucking app one day and was like, wait, John's not here? Well, we miss having you here. I'll tell you that. It's all right. Same. Yeah. Well, we do miss you, John. Oh, thanks, guys. Uh, so Kill Bill Volume 2 is new number 50, top 50. There you go. Still cracked in there. Pretty good. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening. Thank you, Wes, for picking Kill Bill Volume 2. And, uh, hey, if you want us to watch a movie that you pick, then become a patron. And, uh... Make us watch a movie. Us kind, watch us all kind of shit over here. We could be watching yeah. uh, American Psycho. <laughs> totally. And John has already committed to coming back for every Patreon <laughs> episode. Um, so, hey, we'll just do straight Patreon episodes from now on. I'll see you guys on the uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny pod. Oh. Uh, but thank you so much for listening. Uh, you can check us out on Instagram at Action Action Podcast. That's where you can kind of see what movies are we're covering coming up. You can talk to Dustin. You can see what movies he's watched, the 100 movies he watches a week. <laughs> um, you can find us on Patreon and Action Action. You can also find our list, uh, our ever-growing list. That's 230-ish, somewhere in there. Uh, long at Action Action on Letterboxd. And uh, we'll see you next week. These guys, guys.